I think everyone should have a Roth IRA. It's the most powerful, probably, uh, investment account there is. I mean, it's literally you, you're investing with after-tax money, right? And everything, all the wealth that you build in that account is tax-free. Once you're 59 and a half, you can take that money out. Another great thing is it can actually be like another uh, emergency fund because all the contributions that you put in, you can literally take out if you need it, right? Of course, you can't touch the gains that you have in it. Um, the IRS basically treats it like a good faith thing. You know, they know, okay, you put in 20K over life, you can take out 20K. Let's say you want to buy a home, you know, once you're ready or you want to, you know, start a business or something, you can take that money out and use it as a seed, as seed money, right? So I, to me, that's like the most powerful account. So start there, you know, depending on your income level. Um, of course, if you're employed, you know, self-employed, you have the solo 401k. If you're employed, uh, you can, you know, tap into the 401k there. Um, if they have great options, if they don't, just invest up to the match. If they do match it and just, you know, then you can move on to the taxable account, right? Taxable account is another account that everyone needs, <laughs> right? Most people say, oh, you know, I just do my 401k and I call it a day. Yeah, but then you have to wait till you're 59 and a half, right? A taxable account, there's no limits, right? Yeah, granted, you, you know, you're, you're taxed on, you know, the gains that you may make if you happen to sell the investments, but it's like free will. You can buy any investment you want in that account. You can buy stocks. ETFs, right? Mutual funds, you know, now, hopefully very soon, you can literally buy cryptocurrency in, in a taxable brokerage account, right? So those three accounts are like, you know, I think everyone should have it, right? So in, in a way, you have to kind of believe, you know, there's so much data to, to support this, right? The S&P 500 has grown at a rate of 10% since 1926, I believe. So if you, <laughs> I guess if you just a cynic and you just you know you don't believe anything i mean <laughs> that's your problem but if you want to be wealthy at the end of the day you have to tap into this you have to believe that yes you're worthy of being wealthy right i think so for some folks especially in our community and you know uh africans you kind of believe that you know it, it, this mindset of the the rich are evil i think it's 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 something that we we grow up you know we grew up kind of thinking, you know, yeah. no, the rich are not evil, man. <laughs> no, that's a, I mean, of course, are there people who, you know, had, you know, by dubious ways made money? Yeah. I mean, that's everywhere. Right. But for the most part, anyone that's rich, you know, maybe had an idea that they brought to fruition and kind of worked on and eventually became successful. Right. So you got to jump in the water, right. You got to have the faith. You know, there's a faith podcast, right? You got to have to fake the jump in the water. God wants you to be wealthy, right? Because he has a plan for you and he needs you to fund that plan. <laughs> so you need money, right? Mm -hmm. For me, I, I like I said, I, I like to give. So for every cause that I want to give to, I, I need money to give to this cause, right? So that's that's one of the things that's pushing me, right? So, you know, I just want to make to clarify. So, I don't, so you recommend people have a, a Roth IRA, a 401k and a taxable account. Um, yes. Uh, I guess my question in regards to that or just follow up to that is, you know, how do you go about picking, you know, what stock, you know, what is the ETF, you know, um, a dividend stock, you know, a growth stock, you know, how do you go about picking the strategy you're going to go about investing in the stock market? So for, for the average investor, just beginning, 
Um, and it's not investment advice, uh, just to be just to be clear. But uh, you start you can start with the S and P five hundred. That's an index fund that basically tracks five hundred and four of the best companies in America, right? Apple, Google, Microsoft, um, Coca Cola. You know all these big big companies, and the great thing with the S and P 500 index fund is literally, you know, once in a while they basically check and make sure these companies are they have to have a certain amount of earnings for them to be in the S and P 500. So, if your company's not producing, they'll literally kick you out. Um, I believe was it uh, during the pandemic? I think one company was kicked out, right? And Tesla was uh, Tesla was uh, inserted into the S and P. So, that's probably the easiest way you can build wealth. And there's literally people. Uh, there's a guy I follow on uh, on Instagram. I forget his name. Uh, literally built his. He's a millionaire. He built his wealth from investing in the S and P 500. I know you. Right? I know you think you probably know, you probably know him too, right? Um, so there 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 are index fund millionaires out there, right? You can just invest in that and call it a day. But my my one thing that I say is, okay, so we all use these products, right? Who doesn't have an iPhone? I mean, do you have an iPhone? Have I? How many iPhones do you have in your household? Uh, everyone has an iPhone, <laughs> MacBook. Uh, yeah, I have, I have a, my brother has an iPad, so I love you. Right, right. So my household, we, we have two iPhones. Uh, we have iPads, right? Um, you know, a company like Apple, literally, they just became a $3 trillion company just, I believe, last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. So if you if you have a company such as Apple and you use all these products, right, even if you blindly invest in a company like Apple, I'm not telling you to go buy Apple stock, but such a company is going to be around, you know, until, I don't know, God comes, right? So that's a company that you, you want to also invest in, right? So what I do is I tell folks, invest in the S&P 500. You also have sector ETFs that you can invest in, right? So let's say, uh, and then this depends on your plan, right? What's important to you. If you're in healthcare like me, you know a lot about healthcare, right? Especially being a cardiologist. I know about companies that make devices. I know about companies that, you know, make products that we use day, day in, day out, right? Companies like GE, Medtronic, and things like that. I know these companies well. So I can do a little bit more research, right? Look at their whole mission, you know, look at the financials, see if they're in great health, and then also invest in these companies. So once you got the S&P 500 down packed, now you can go to the sector ETF. So you can pick a, a healthcare ETF, right? Now you can pick a communications ETF. You can pick an industrial ETF. Um, you can pick an ETF on uh, finance, banking, um, chip makers, right? So you kind of go down the line, you select maybe a few ETFs that you like, and then after that, now you can go to the single stocks, right? So whatever you believe in. So Apple, Microsoft, I mean, these are simple companies, Tesla, um, you know, then, you know, a whole list of other companies that you've researched and kind of like and believe in their mission. And that's how you build that portfolio, right? So you want a portfolio that's going to be well-rounded, right? It's not just tech heavy and it's not just healthcare heavy, because then once one is down, it's going to bring down your portfolio and you're going to be upset and what it's gonna do, it's gonna happen is that you're gonna sell it and you're gonna lock in your losses, right? So that's what I, I don't want to happen. So at least have a well-rounded portfolio that you can kind of just 
let's sit there and then unless something changes drastically that you about the company that you don't like don't sell your investments even if they go down buy some more <laughs> that's an opportunity right you, you, you get stocks on sale <laughs> the stock market is the only market that when prices go down people run out of the store <laughs> it's like what's going on here <laughs> you know every time when i see there's a downturn in the stock market because the fed made a statement i'm like I mean, you you know the history of the stock market. Why are you going crazy? You know. So yeah, that's have a well-rounded portfolio. What's up, family? If you enjoyed this clip, click the link down below to check out the full episode of this interview and remain blessed.